0: Welcome to Everything Imaginable, the podcast for curious minds on KGRA Radio. And here is your host, Gary Cochulillo.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I'm your host, Gary Cochulillo, And today we have Harry Matadine on. And, uh, He's one of the few people that I could find that would come on and talk about sun gazing. It's (laughs) something that I'm sure most people are not familiar with. In fact, I'm not all that familiar with it myself. I know that was practiced by, you know, ancient yogis back in the day. And uh, I didn't know it was still being practiced. Thanks for coming on today.
2: No, Gary. Thanks for inviting me. I'm honored to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. uh, Yeah. (laughs)
1: So uh, how did you get into sun gazing?
2: Well, uh, I went to physical health four years ago through another weird one called urine therapy. And as soon as I got into that, I practiced that, got really excited. And then I went on Facebook and the Facebook communities I added myself to exposed me to fasting, um, all kinds of stuff. And one of them that I was excited to try was sun gazing. So what I did was I tried it. And seemed to change my vibration very quickly, and I got addicted to it, uh, as you do when you get excited to something, and it helps. So yeah, that's that's how I started, and this was maybe February two thousand eighteen. Yeah, it was about February, so two, three years ago now. Three years ago, I started something.
1: So, so I know, like, like the idea of sun gazing. I think it's like some people find it frightening because of that mm. thing, like you know, where you, if you look at the sun for too long, you're going to go blind or it's going to damage your vision and things like that. Were um, you afraid when you first decided to give it a try?
2: Nope, because I'd heard so many stories at that point from Facebook of literally so many comments of this. I was just going around and saying people saying it heals your eyes, it um, raises your vibration, it uh, makes you feel amazing, it slows your breath down. I, I'd listened to so many comments from different people, not just one person, that I was convinced that it wouldn't, but also I was convinced to try it, which is what I do with any of the therapies that I learn, like sun gazing. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a go, and actually I started – I heard – so you might have heard of sunrise, sunset, sun gazing, but then yes. I heard I heard from someone about midday sun gazing. So I I rushed into the midday sun gazing without even starting the sunrise, sunset sun gazing. <laughs> so I didn't even do it by the rule book of how you're supposed to do it, according to the official guidelines, because because I heard other people going straight into it and I just copied them. So I went straight into the midday sun and I found that it didn't make me blind and it um, really was powerful. So I got addicted through that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Um, so how do you, like, do, do you do it for, like, long periods of time? Like, Is there a methodology on how you get into sun gazing? Uh,
2: there is, but I, I, I'm not one for dogmas, if I'm honest, Gary. So I just go with, um, because I'm in the UK and it's hardly any sun, I <laughs> sun gaze, first of all, whenever I can, and that's not all the time. And so whenever there's a peak in the clouds and I'm outside, um, I, I would do it. But no, I don't think there is because I, I always say this to people that your eyes are not stupid. you have inbuilt protection mechanism called um, blinking and also eyes watering, and both of them will protect your eyes from damage and actually the truth about sun gazing is it doesn't just not damage your eyes it gives it a chance to heal like uh, it cures okay, I don't want to say cures because you can't make these statements nowadays but it helps with myopia short distance and long distance vision depending on which sun gaze you do so and i've heard many stories of people's eyesight going better getting better going to opticians since they did um sun and it's improving their eyes and that's only one benefit and i also like to tell people there's like a million and one benefits in my head that are true Mm -hmm. (laughs) of why sun gazing works so depending on the person uh, um you just i just overload people generally with like all the amazing benefits of sun gazing
1: right so i did give it like a couple of tries um Mm -hmm. you know it was midday i guess or late day i don't know it was when i could actually look at the sun from my backyard whatever time of day that was and um i did feel energized afterwards (laughs) i mean just like it was quick you know i didn't do it for long i think i maybe did it for like maybe 10 or 15 seconds and uh and it definitely, I, I did feel like way more energized, and, and right, and, and I felt the, you know, like my vibration kind of go up a little bit, like my, um, like where the, like the chakras are, kind of, It's like, all right, I felt it, and yep. um, so so I I do think there was something to it, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool. I guess the thing that scares me the most though, again, is like there's uh. The UV
2: rays, right? Okay. By the way, Gary, I, I, just to make sure, is it recording? Because I know, I don't know if sometimes people have made that mistake with me, and I've made a mistake in the past. Mm-hmm. Is it because it's not?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm recording on a digital recorder.
2: Okay, awesome. So yeah, um, I understand that you there is fears about the UV rays, and they tell us that that damages your eyes. But I look at the whole system of. I look at it like there's a, there's a system set up there with urine therapy It's a waste product because they don't want you to get healthy. The pharmaceutical countries, um, companies, there's a there's a system set up with the sun being so powerful to look out with your eyes. So they tell you deliberately the opposite. So they tell you not to look at the sun. Um, I've never had damaged, I'm, I'm short-sighted actually. Um, I'm vaccine damaged. I got vaccine damaged to 13 um, for a vaccine. A couple of months after the vaccine, I got short-sighted. So I do sun gazing and, and I can't say it's in it's improved but it hasn't made worse and it should have done considering the amount for me that it has done and i've done the midday sun gazing in places like florida in the summer mm-hmm. um, which are really strong and all my eyes did was water a little bit and um yeah they, they really didn't do the damage and like you said every time i do it i seem to get high vibration I, my breath slows down i think that's one right. thing i've noticed everyone if you really observe it can scare people actually if you're used to breathing fast because the faster you breathe, the more unhealthy you are. So that what it does, one of the reasons why it's really healthy is it slows the breath down. The, the slower your breath, like breath work, the longer you'll live. The, the more alkaline, the more happy. So one of the things that you notice straight away is it slows your breath down. Now, if you're used to not being healthy, it can scare you. You can get you like whoa, it can scare your vibration um, mm-hmm. just because you're not used to it. But um, yeah, that's one of the things it does. Where's I going with this? Um, so the UV rays, um, yeah, I. I I just don't buy it. I, I don't buy any of the myths. Um, I've always been one of those that I'll take the risk. If I go blind from it, cool. At least I did something I believed in, and I haven't gone blind from it yet. I've only experienced health. And like you said, I, I can feel the difference. There is science behind it now, but I feel – I don't know. There's something about it that's really powerful, that even I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, like for me too, this is one of the reasons I, I guess I looked this up is because – I always would, uh, you know, I have like a little bit of like a depression issue, especially in the winter. You know, when it's dark all the time, and shit like that. And when I would find like just like going outside for like fifteen minutes in sunlight would improve my mood significantly. <laughs> like it would be a huge difference. Yeah. And when I when I tried it with the by looking at the sun, um. I could get that, fifth what would take me 15 or 20 minutes of just sitting out in the sun and absorbing it through my skin, I got it much quicker by looking at the sun.
0: Right,
2: yeah, that's powerful what you said there, Gary. That's like, that's why I'm so heavy and I wrote two books um, today and I'm gonna write a third one at some point on sun gazing, sunlight and sun gazing, because you are right. Like, we know that uh, sunlight is powerful. So always be outside, even under cloud cover. The sun is amazing. But the most important, and, and your whole body is a photoreceptor, a receptor for light. You're a light being, right? You you absorb mm-hmm. from your skin the sun. But the most important photoreceptor for your for your light being is your eyes. That's how the lot, the main mechanism of of how the you get magnified, how your health goes up. So mm-hmm. when we look at the sun, it does exactly what you said. You could feel like so much quicker vibration rays just from looking at it for a couple of seconds versus being out for ten minutes, because it's like um it's magnifying the benefits of the sun when you sun gaze. That's how I look at it like it's it's a hack like say you don't have much time um you only got 20 minutes in your lunch break and you can't be outside 24 7 mm-hmm. sun because like you said you'll raise your vibration you get a more bunk for your buck in terms of your health vibration mm-hmm. it gives you better sleep holy crap i could talk forever how it improves your sleep <laughs> and when you improve your sleep then you become healthier like so there's there's uh, you know that there's there's a lot of things going on gary like um what is it the pineal (laughs) gland it regrows your pineal Mm It decalcifies first of all we know there's a conspiracy to calcify our pineals so the sun gazing it it literally decalcifies then it regrows and that's not just me spouting um like hypothetically that's actually regular sun gazers um have done it regularly their lives when they opened up after they died their brain their pineal was like three times the size of a normal pineal so there's a lot going on there with the sun looking at it So
1: Mm -hmm. I guess if it opens up the pineal gland, then you're going to have better psychic abilities and better intuition as well.
2: Exactly. And um, with the pineal glands, yep, you have better intuition. And also the pineal gland produces DMT. And Mm -hmm. DMT um, is the one that we produce a lot of when we're born and when we die. Uh, It's the one, it's the spirit realm. So it gives you better dreams. It improves your sleep with major DMT release. Um, oh, sun gazing is really powerful for DMT release. There's two things for DMT release. There's extreme light, which is sun gazing, mm-hmm. and extreme dark, which is like a... I don't know if you've heard of Darkness Retreats. Oh, well, I've
1: like, heard of, like, the, I think the... Uh... Isolation float tanks, where they put you in complete darkness and let you float.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that's extreme dark. So extreme dark and extreme light produces lots of DMT. And the extreme light side of it is sun gazing. So lately, um, when I sun gaze at midday, um, when I come off of it, I get these purple flashes like I'm DMT yeah, driven. Those are I'm so cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, what is that? Like, like when I do that and I can see the purple thing. Like, I like I'll try to cl- I'll close my eyes and I'll see like this yeah. big purple burst. Yeah, and, and, and it's like for, for me, like when I when I get that, it's like I want to go into it. I want to yeah, go in and I want to see what's in yeah. there. Like, I, it's almost like a, yeah. a multi dimensional experience.
2: It is that. That literally is. Um, your body at that time, your brain, your pineal is releasing a major amount of DMT, the god molecule, the spirit molecule. So now you have the possibility to enter under under realms. And this is the whole conspiracy against sun gazing, because sun gazing basically blasts open your pineal, makes it bigger, makes you DMT. Once you start producing loads of DMT, you start realizing that we were created, and we are all powerful beings, and there's more to this realm than just the physical, and we live forever, and we live for eternity, and we come back here. So you start realizing all these things. So that's why they tell you sun gazing is bad for your eyes, because it's the complete opposite it does it works for your physical health wonders it works a lot for your spiritual emotional you are so much more than you think you're capable of and and uh, the sun has real power to it and they've got to tell you that it's bad for you
1: (laughs) (laughs) is there science like has science done tests to really show that the that dmt is being released as a result of sun gazing
2: that's a great question i can only go on experiences of myself other people what i've experienced with dmt doing for pasta meditation doing yoga and lsd and psychedelics they're all similar so i know in my heart that the what what when i produce enough dmt and so do you because you said you've experienced these purple flashes and stuff we know that that is we know what it is and i do i get it a lot when i sun gaze and it makes complete sense to me that yeah, it, it it just does. Is there science on it? I don't think so. But by the way, I wrote a bit of science and my own version of science in the books, and I think I hope, I hope maybe science will catch up. But in the meantime, I, I know enough. I, I've got my own testimony on uh-huh. it, and other people too, to not really wait for science to to, to, to carry on doing it.
1: <laughs> right. I thought we like. I was like. I never. I didn't realize it was a, a DMT release. I thought maybe it was just some type of uh, optical illusion from looking at the bright light.
2: Right. Yeah, people think that. And and there's another thing with it. I've heard stories about people seeing all colors of the rainbow. And this makes sense Mm -hmm. from sun gazing. And this makes sense because we know that sun contains all the prisms of light, right? All the chakra colors. There's the red, yellow, orange, green, blue, and purple in the sun. and um people report when they look at the sun they can see all the colors of the sun because the sun has all different colors at any one time so there's a lot of things going on this dmt release which is kind of the purple haze thing then there's also different colors people see from the sun because the actual sun does different things you know that's another thing we need to educate people on the sun isn't just a ball of white it's always got different color frequencies going on so when you sun gaze your eyes and your entire brain because your eyes are your brain so your brain gets all the different color chakras and it goes inside your body mm-hmm. so it lights up your chakras like the, and it goes deep because a uh, uh, midday sun it's got more blue in it and right. a sunrise sunset sun has got more mm-hmm. red. So each frequency chakra gets lit up a little bit more depending on when you sun gaze. And then you can work out, say, like your chakra number one, you know, your legs is a bit weak, mm-hmm. your perineum. So you can do more sunrise sunset because that contains more red. Say right. you, you say you're, um, you've got a bit more Alzheimer's, dementia, you've got a bit of blockages in your brain and do more midday because that's got more blue, which is mm-hmm. the blue part here. So you can mess about with it and get all those colors because ultimately, um, Gary, we're, we're beings of light like i've realized this more and more the more i sun gaze i, I never stop learning about it and the light into our bodies and our, our our eyes is like oh it's the best for health it really is we can't survive without both we can't survive out dark when we sleep we need right. dark we need a lot of darkness pure darkness mm-hmm. but when we're awake we need a lot of light real light not fake light like i'm looking at now it's mm-hmm. i mean real sunlight that's what we need today.
1: yeah like light, light. you know i did an episode just on light and um, oh, yeah yeah it, it was really good and he, it, was, it was with a physicist and mm-hmm. one of the funny things great things about that one was uh, like i always like when i'm in a place where there's just nothing but fluorescent lights i just get kind of creeped out you know and i always <laughs> right. just thought it was some weird thing with me you know and, mm-hmm. and he's like no no that's that's like a real thing because apparently it's it's um it's not like a pure form of light it's it's a flickering light that is just flickering so fast that We can't see it. We just see it as a steady wave of light, but that's not really what it is. And it causes the brain to freak out.
0: Yeah,
2: that's powerful. I wonder, um, so the the flickering light, actually, what it does is it, when a light flickers like that, a fake light, it causes your eyes to, to, your iris, I think it is, to contract and Mm -hmm. then to expand and contract like really fast. So basically, it's giving you an eye exercise, but it's not healthy for you for your eyes to, at such a quick rate, your co- iris is contracting, expanding, contracting, expanding with a flicker. So, actually, what I'm saying is that causes a lot of long term damage to your health because this is the most important area for life. And if this is being constantly expanding, contracting due to fake light de- flickering, and by the way, this flickering applies to computers, too. And what I'm looking at right now, if I'm being honest, um, yes. <laughs> is flickering. The blue light flickers a lot. Yeah. And this is really – this is why. Have you ever had this, Gary? Like, if you've ever been on the computer too long, your eyes get really painful and strange. You can oh, feel of pain course. in your eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
2: you know what that is? That's not the color. That's the flickering. It's, that's the flickering. Your eyes are expanding, contracting really fast. And it's working out your eyes way too long. So there, there's a lot of bad things with – it's just – have you ever been out? was like when you go into sunlight too, it makes you – like you said, it, when I get out in sunlight, I feel – when it's cloudy all the time, I get a little bit more depressed. Yeah, me or too. Or my version of depression. Absolutely. When it's really dark and it's about to rain, but it's not quite raining. And then when it's really sunny, everyone's in a good mood. Yes. Like even even everyone, the normal people out there in the matrix, they all love it in the sunshine in the summer. Like there's something going on with the sun that is really powerful. It boosts your mood. There's hormones to it too. It boosts your mood yeah, hormones. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, And also, I mean, without the sun, uh, I mean, there would be no carbon life form based life forms on our planet, right? Yeah. I mean, that's our our energy. And when we eat food, essentially, we're eating light.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great hack. And then, of course, if we eat the the wrong foods, and I'm guilty of this too, mm-hmm. then we're eating foods that don't contain enough light. And then we know that fruits and vegetables are probably the food with the most light. And it's, you know, because they were made in the light by light. So then we eat that. You effectively are eating sunlight. Mm. Um, yeah, light, light is huge to health. And I think if I'm speaking generally, one of the reasons why um, as, a, as a people, our health has gone downhill, our moods, and it's because we have misaligned ourselves from the light. Um, we still have windows, but we spend more time inside away from natural light um, to, to, a, to a level where we start. it starts affecting our health, our mood, um, and we, we start suffering. And now all kinds of things pop up, you know, and this creates a problem.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and also, you know, you, you, I can't help but think of um, just like going to the beach and everybody sort of laying out in the sun and being happy. Like, like it's really hard to go to the beach and be unhappy.
0: Hey, yeah, it's true. Uh, unless it's like yeah.
1: pouring rain out or something, but if it's sunny, yeah, you, you, you can't not be make. It's, it's gonna It's going to lift you up.
2: It's true, and if you noticed about all the, the countries, the tropical countries, that the, what do they say about Thailand, the land of a thousand smiles? I wonder why, because the sun's there all the time. Bali, people say that the, all these tropical countries, the people are generally happier, and one of the reasons is not even to do with any conscious work they're doing; it's just because it's just more sunny, man. Like in the UK, I mean i love it's it's a, it's a nice country it's to you know but it's not got a lot of sun and it does affect people's moods so literally sun is like a, a huge factor in mood i mean it boosts serotonin it makes a relevant levels of dopamine it makes you happy when it touches your skin when it touches your skin it makes beta endorphins you know when it sun hits your skin you make good feel good hormones like you've been exercising like mm-hmm. a runner's high there, there's a lot to it that, um and sun gazing is literally the ultimate way. To, it is. To, to it, it,
1: sun. It, it's like sunbathing on crack. <laughs>
2: I'm going to quote you for my next Facebook page. Sun, <laughs> sun gazing is like <laughs> sunbathing
1: on crack. Because <laughs> it just hits you like really fast and, and really intense. Um, yep. So, so have you used mm. – You know, when we, we talked about the DMT part of it in, in, mm. in, in and that, in that purple uh, haze that we see when – afterwards um is there a way have you ever thought of like utilizing that or have you utilized that to try to have like some kind of of out-of-body experiences
0: um
2: good question um so i'm really interested in in, in, um, extreme light and extreme dark so extreme light sun gazing extreme dark i'm going to do a darkness retreat this year i'm going to get that done and the way i'm going to do that is i'm going to try and do some sun gazing if the sun's out before i go for a good steady week a lot and -hmm. then Go into the so I'm going to do extreme light, a lot of DMT release, and then go into extreme dark, and I expect to magnify my results with the DMT because either one is amazing for DMT. If you just do sun, if you consistently do sun gazing, five minutes a day, but consistent, you know, with it every single day. This is all about consistency. It will produce you DMT over time. It does take time, depending on how calcified and how small this is, yeah. you know. But yeah, to to I'm interested in dmt a lot i'm just in psychedelics dmt sun gazing a lot this year because i feel like there's a lot to be explored with dmt there's a lot of realms out there that i want to explore and a lot of healing because ultimately the more dmt you produce the more you will heal the more you will see and the more you will heal and that's why i kind of got into sun gazing i'm interested in healing myself as quickly as possible in the realm and like you said it is literally crack Crack cocaine of (laughs) crack cocaine free sun.
1: (laughs) It's so much easier too than having to go down to South America and do it with a shaman.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah, you do it yourself. One thing. Um. One thing I was thinking with. Yeah. One thing. The reason why it helps with sleep a lot is because. You, you know the sun has a different level of lux, right so on a sunny day clear sunny day it's like a huge amount of lux. Yeah. Uh, on a cloudy day there's a lot less luxe and a really cloudy day when it's dark gray is very little lux. now the more lux you let into your eyes the better your sleep because you need as much luxe into your eyes light in the daytime for a good sleep and you need as much darkness in the in the nighttime for a good sleep so it's both like people have problems when they have um, a light environment when they sleep because you're supposed to sleep in the dark. So you can put your blue block, you can put your, I mean, must wear eyeglasses if you know, for the, uh-huh. for better DMT release, or you should black out your room. So complete dark, but in the sun to really maximize your sleep. And I'm a geek and I, I really care about the DMT release at nighttime. I seem to have, from sun gazing i seem to have improved my dream recall my visions my insight my dreams my i just become more vivid and clear that's another great reason to start sun gazing you'll get more clear visions and dreams and the reason why is because you're producing more dmt and dmt is what causes you to have these amazing weird vivid dreams so i've got a lot of reasons in my head to continue doing the sun gazing and you can't get any more light into your body in the daytime than sun gazing and obviously the longer you do it the better but Listen, like, everyone's busy. Everyone's got lives. And I live in the UK and I can't do it all the time. But when I'm outside and it's there, oh, man, will I look at the sun? I won't ever pass it and go, oh, do you know what? That's dangerous.
0: (laughs) I'll be like, nah, that's a good day.
2: Yeah.
1: I've I've only done it for short periods of time because, like, I had read in some of the Facebook groups was like, you know, do it for brief periods first and then get Mm -hmm. yourself adjusted to it. You know, and also like those brief periods, what they they take away the fear of doing damage. If anything else, yeah. it, it 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 just takes that edge off of like, oh shit, man, am I gonna go blind from doing this? You know, it's true. And, and, and yeah. I've and I've even seen like places that sell like these special sun gazing sunglasses, but.
2: Have you? I've not seen that. Yeah, wow.
1: uh, yeah, tell, me, tell me more. Yeah, I've seen these like sunglasses where they're yeah. supposed to uh, eliminate the harmful rays to your eyes but allow you to get the health benefits of sun gazing.
2: Wow, I'm sure there's something to that. Not that there, I believe there's anything such... I'm sure that, that it does something interesting. So that's something I need to look into. Maybe you could send me the links for that afterwards. Don't yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have
1: <laughs> to try to find it. I have, I have no idea where I actually saw mm. <laughs>
2: You know, I was going to say while you're talking. So the, the, another thing, if people really are too scared to, and that's okay because I don't judge people's journeys. Is there's another thing, two other things, legitimate. Closed eyes sun gazing, which might sound ridiculous to people, but if you, the whole point of it is, if you close your eyes and look to the sun anyway, mm-hmm. your eyelids are very thin compared to your skin. So There's right? still there's sun very, there's
1: filtering a, through. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, it, and it's the like, su- and that's
1: super trippy. That's something I used to do when I was a kid. Like I remember, Did you I yeah yeah, my parents yeah. would go on vacation and mm. you know and we'd go to this place where there was a pool and a beach and stuff, and I'd lay there on a the chase lounge and just look up at the sun and close my eyes yeah. and and watch all the kind of like uh colors and stuff so like start start floating around and you know, it was yeah. just like real kind of like trippy you know, like, oh, you know so, so. so you
2: were producing dmt i suspect gary that was probably dmt that you was producing as a young kid there from the closed guy sung it <laughs> I,
1: I still like to do it like when i go to the pool you know i'll still do that yeah it's just a cool yeah. such a cool experience
2: yeah so it does work so that's another good trick for people if you um if it's too intense at midday time in the summer in the tropics i can imagine it would be and you're scared and yeah just close your eyes the most important thing really is to um Because like if we stand like straight, then we've got we're not looking. The sun's above, right? So the higher you tilt your head towards the sky, the more light you enter into the most important photoreceptor, your light eyes. So basically, what I'm saying is, you want to be close. If you're going to close eye or look up to the sun, sun gaze, you want to be looking up because that's where the sun medicine comes from. Mm-hmm. that's how nature's designed it and the funny thing is most of us walk the streets looking down nowadays don't we so that's even worse yeah, the, a the degree to which yeah the degree to which you look like neutral is good that down is worse but still okay and looking up and sun gazing and even closed eye sun gazing is amazing and mm-hmm. this goes deeper because like i said to you earlier i live in the uk there's another thing past closed eye sunday there's something called cloud gazing this is another thing that i want to draw um attention to that people aren't aware of now the sun goes through the clouds too and when you look at the clouds and it's all cloudy day believe it or not it's also magic medicine when you look at the clouds and there's no sun in the sky and if you don't believe me i challenge everyone um today to when there's sun oh clouds in the sky and there's no sun look up to the sky look up to the sky right up tilt your head right up 20 seconds 10 seconds 20 seconds hold it come back down tell me if you feel a qualitative difference in your consciousness level like and you will everyone puts the same thing there's something going on when you look at the clouds and i know it is the sun comes from above this is the most important area of light if you mm-hmm. look like this up um you can do it and that's another and that makes me think too when you're sunbathing sun lounging or closed eyes and sun lounging what you're doing you're looking up at the sky aren't you even if it's cloudy So that's another benefit of that. So there's so many things that one can do. So there's no sun. Okay, um, you're scared of looking at sun. You can close your eyes and sun gaze. Okay, there's all clouds. You can cloud gaze. These things really, I I love to push them because a lot of people haven't heard of them. And there's so many ways that we can get healthy, Um, even if our environment is toxic. You know, even if the chemtrails are coming down, we can do so many things for our health, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. How about stars? Since stars are suns, does looking at stars in the evening have have an effect on us
2: oh you're you're uh, i (laughs) you know what i've heard of moon gazing now i believe i do moon gazing i believe that is powerful the stars i don't see why gary that it wouldn't be beneficial to look at a light source from a star I can't see why that wouldn't have some kind of benefit to your health. I don't think it's ever been studied, but that's okay because that's that's not what we're looking for. But yeah, that's really interesting. What do you reckon? Stars I, would be. I
1: think so. Like one mm. and one of the things that I think, just as, as as humans in general, we've really become very disconnected from nature, and 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 just our source, our spiritual source of life, which is the universe which is which is like what we look out and see during the day it's, we see the sun and the clouds and and at night we yep. see the stars and the moon and and i think it, you know it, it works in both ways i think it has a physical effect and i think it also has it, it awakens something that's deep inside of us that's yeah almost dormant at this point but but yeah. but you can feel it you can feel it kind of wake up a little bit when you when you, we when you, when you look up
2: exactly and and like you said it's aligned with nature and i'm sure i know the moon gazing does something to me i mean and people talk about that the moon energies and looking at the moon but yeah that makes so much sense because there's so many stars out there and i mean we all live now in in, a lot of us live in towns and cities where we can't see as many stars because we've got so misaligned it's so lit up with fake lights but i mean if you do get a chance to see stars and you're in the right environment my god yeah take the time to realize how tiny you are how big the Mm -hmm. universe is and Mm -hmm. how amazing life is and it humbles me on top of the fact i'm sure it's doing a, a something for my I've never thought of it Gary you're the first person to mention that to me maybe there's going to be more research more more avant-garde stargazers in the future telling us the benefits of not just sun gazing and moon gazing but stargazing <laughs> I'd love to know yeah like,
1: like that's one of the things like uh, I'm originally from like up north like um like by, near New York in that area and and it can't really see the stars at night and then I move now I live somewhere rural where I if I go outside like there's like millions of stars and it's like yeah. the coolest thing. It's like, you know, can't really yeah. quite describe it even.
2: It's humbling. And then, of course, when you see the sh- – I lived in Portugal the, um last few months, and I got to see shooting stars and stars, and I was living off-grid too, like yourself. So I got to see the the humbling nature of all these things. And actually, I've got a weird belief on that. Um, I kind of believe that they're souls of, like, died and are waiting to come back like they're, they're people and souls mm-hmm. and yeah because they're a mystery aren't they stars there's so many of them there and like
0: yeah
1: <laughs> well i think it was is carl sagan said that that you know all the elements and things that make up our body we're all one stars because all heavy elements are, are remnants of of exploded stars
0: mm.
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so,
1: and that's also a connection to the sun too. So, because if all the heavy elements that make up my body were once stars, that means they were actually once a sun. So that means I right. everything that's in my body was once the sun.
2: Yeah, I love that. I like the idea that. I'm not the idea. I kind of believe there'll be all one. We, I mean, yeah. underlying everything that we are talking about, there is division, I guess, because we live in ego bodies, and we have we're like spiritual people. Spiritual people having a human experience, and of course, the sun, the stars. Everything. We are just one living in an illusion. And it's a fun illusion, though. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoy it. There's a lot to learn and <laughs> to explore with the illusions. And part of the programming of, of the illusion is to break free from the million lies that are out there from physical health to conspiracies that quite often are true. And yeah, there's just a lot of them out there. And it does make life fun. And I, I can't imagine um to me it's weird when people don't sun gaze uh, and look at me and think i'm crazy i mean i'm that level now Uh like when i'm you know like it's it's weird when you think i'm weird when i'm looking at the sun because it's (laughs) normal (laughs) it's a normal thing (laughs)
1: um so how is that like 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 say you're like at a um holiday dinner with your family um, can you just say like hey you know what? i was uh, staring at the sun today <laughs> and so- oh, right,
2: it depends it depends on the situation i'm sure the same like i i don't bring it up with people that i know aren't open minded mm-hmm. uh, because it just it, it just encourages a cognitive dissonance block where right. they're going to try and put you off and and yeah I I, I I don't tend to i mean the problem is i do it in public sometimes and People see, and it's okay. And um, I've re- never had anyone criticise me though. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just probably look at you and think you're weird. But hey, isn't that life? Because we already <laughs> We already think weird. So now we're just doing things that are weird, like when it's normal. So yeah, I just I, I just go with the punches. Don't really. No one's ever come up to me though, mind you, when I'm sun gazing. Said, hey, that's interesting. I, I mean, I would <laughs> if other people are doing it. I don't mind. <laughs> i would be like, hey, like, what are you doing? What are you up to? But yeah, we just plant seeds wherever we go. Like, if I can plant a seed. Yeah, I
1: just do it. So, so are you like ever like like walking down the street and all of a sudden like you know since you're in the UK and it's cloudy all the time and shit when the hmm. sun does come out just ever was like stop and like all right man I'm just gonna stop here I'm gonna lay on the ground and look at the sun.
2: Absolutely, yeah, Gary, that's, I'm big on that man. Like, um, whenever there's a chance, I'll always look at the sun and. Quite often people are so in their own zone, in their own world, they they won't even realize what you're doing. They'll think like, oh, he's just thinking up, looking up at the sky and thinking, when actually I'm actually not, I'm actually looking at the sun. So yeah, of course, any opportunities I can get to, to do it. I mean, it's one of the greatest health hacks that's always available to us. And like I said, cloud gazing. So literally, if I talk about cloud gazing and sun gazing, then there's something that you can do for your health in every second of every moment. When you step outside your house, that's the key. Can't really do it inside house, but mm-hmm. you know, you've got to align yourself with nature and your circadian rhythm. And that's the key. gazing, by the way, realigns you with the circadian rhythm faster than than just sunlight. So what I'm saying is your body's got a clock like and it runs on um, every organ of your body has a, a, a clock right? right it's controlled by the master clock in your brain the s nucleus snc sns i think it's called and what controls um the entire body is the sns and that is affected mostly by light to the eyes so basically what i'm saying is when you sun gaze you reset your body's clock like a fine rolex to the perfect precision of the circadian rhythm of nature So, like, we are always misaligned if we do wrong things, but we can realign ourselves with sun gazing. Mm -hmm. So, for example, when you go traveling uh, um, jet lag, you take jet lag because you've just gone seven hours on the wrong side. It's the wrong time zone. One great way to get back into the rhythm of your circadian rhythm again is to sun gaze. That's another reason why it improves your sleep, because sleep is affected by your circadian rhythm. So, are you in circadian rhythm? Is your body telling you what actual time it is? Right, so right. I found sun gazing amazing for telling your body what time it actually yeah. is and so, alignment so like re- with nature.
1: It recalibrates, it kind of.
2: Yeah, like think of like a Rolex. The yeah. kind of I'm talking about the position of like a, a really masterly Rolex kind of scary position. And that, of course, what does that mean? When your body's in in perfect position of timing, all the organs know the exact time mm-hmm. of day it is. Then your body will work to its optimal level, and that's what we want. And when your body doesn't work to optimal level. You suffer. <laughs> so, sun gazing is the one. It's like it's like we don't even need time, Gary, anymore. Yeah, we do because we know we have an interview right uh-huh. now. We've got to go to work. But really, the nature's time clock is the sun, and the way to align yourself with the time clock of the sun is to sun gaze. Right. It's the fastest way. It's the best
1: way. <laughs> I always do that with my wife. My wife will go, like, what time is it? And I'll look up at the sky, and I'll say, say oh yeah, it's 2.30, you know, and she's like, yeah. oh, what, do, what do you mean? You don't even you don't look at your watch. And I'm like, I can totally look at the sky. <laughs> right. Know?
2: And that's such a powerful point. You can tell the time from the sun. But even more, say you did that, but you didn't sun gaze, your body wouldn't, it would know because your eyes get the light anyway from the sun. But if you sun gazed, your body clock, your entire body clock, So your because your, your liver, your kidneys, your colon, they all have different times that they function at their best. So you're te- when you sun gaze, you're telling your entire body it is 2 o'clock. You're not just logically knowing it's mm-hmm. 2 o'clock. You're literally, your body is aligned with that time. Like, and I find that fascinating. That's a deep thing. That I don't hear a lot of people talk about with the sun gazing, the alignment with circadian rhythm. I think I need to write on the third book, but I haven't written about that yet. It's a really powerful point though.
1: <laughs> it isn't, you know, like when you bring up the circadian rhythm and, 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 you know, setting ourselves to the clock of the sun. Do you think it's unhealthy for people that work like night shift and they have to sleep all day and work all night?
2: Oh yeah. Like, like, like Wait, I, I, like, I yeah.
1: think it, like for me, yeah. It would drive me yep. crazy
2: yeah are you talking about oh, one second.
0: Whoa,
1: whoa. oh wow that's pretty cool
2: yeah so yeah you're talking about the uh, misalignment with nature because of the the, the, the whoa, again <laughs> the screens that we're looking at at night time the light the light sources at the wrong time right
1: Mm-hmm.
2: oh yeah Exactly. So I was going to show you there, and I got a bit muddled here. The the one key thing that I do, and I recommend other people can if they have, is to wear blue blocking glasses at night time, because what these do is they tell your body that it's night time, because mm. the lights that we're looking at at these at these night time, and especially the blue light from the blue screens, it it's the blue light from from TV, from laptops, from tablets, makes, and makes you think you it's right daytime, now, right? exactly because yeah. look the midday mm-hmm. the midday sun contains the most blue light now if you look at a blue screen at nighttime what you're telling your body it, with the circadian rhythm is you're telling your body and your eyes it's midday when it's not it's like 12 o'clock and it's time to go to bed so guess what that messes with your that creates cortisol which you're supposed to produce in midday but not supposed to produce at night time. that stops your melatonin which you're supposed to produce at night time, because you're it's te- it's misaligning you it's doing the opposite of circadian rhythm it's misaligning you from nature when people stay up late at night doing jobs they have to do but they're not protecting their eyes and i understand some people can't i'm just explaining where people go wrong in terms of staying up late at night and not wearing blue blocking glasses Mm -hmm. you know it does affect i mean i think there's studies done where nurses um that work night shifts get more heart attacks and get more cancer um than normal people and it's not just it's, it's, it's out of whack with your circadian rhythm. And um, we're doing so many things against our nature and that's okay. Cause I know that we, that's, you know, that's the way life is now, but we can do a lot of other things to mitigate damage, like wearing blue blocking glasses at night, like maybe trying to cut down your hours um, at nighttime. Uh, maybe um, having a um, wearing sleep mask at night. My God. I mean, something that I got into Gary, <laughs> I'm in the health coach for a few years now, but only since the last three or four months, I've been wearing a sleep mask, but every single night, I've made a commitment to myself, I'm not gonna go one night till I die now in this incarnation. I'm not gonna go one night without wearing a sleep mask. A, because it's easy, B, because it's healthy, and C, because it massively improves your sleep. You need to sleep in the dark. Now, if you can't black out your curtain, what I can do is, what I can control in my life is to wear a $5, um, Jesus, a $5 sleep mask. That's something I can control. So that's really important too, especially for night shift workers in work, come back in the daytime and have to sleep, wear a sleep mask in the daytime. Because, you know, yeah, the curtains will let the light in, right? It's not going to be a dark room for you, most likely. So what you can do is, because that is the most important photoreceptor of light, your eyes. For good light, sun gazing, but also for bad light. So you want to be protecting with an eye mask. You want to be protecting that stuff. It's really important.
0: How
1: about if somebody's blind? Will sun gazing still benefit them?
2: Hmm. Good question. And I think so, because I've heard blind people still see, kind of. They have this kind of what, what do you call it? An inter-sensory uh, kind of. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. can sense. So, so I believe that. I, I believe so, and I've also heard they produce more melatonin at night time, which is a good. It's a happy. It's an um, anti-cancer free um, hormone. It's a really powerful hormone. And I heard blind people produce more of it um, when they sleep than normal people. So yeah, I think so. I think there's, mm. there's advantages to. I think they benefit a lot. Just like it's like closed-eyed sun gazing, I guess. So maybe it's something like that it gives you benefits I'm sure it would do
1: yeah maybe I don't know this is just a weird mm. question <laughs> no it's it kind of funny like, like you day. mentioned the, yeah. the the melatonin thing um I had um i don't know it was a long time ago I had an issue sleeping and you know i started trying melatonin and I had a horrible effect from it like it made me almost mm. like, it made me like almost psychotic. Like I was hearing voices. Like it was bad.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: It was weird. Oh, that's
2: interesting. Yeah, I've heard um, bad things um, in a different way. It's interesting you said that. I've heard that it kind of makes you not your body produces its own melatonin. So that it makes you dependent in a bad way on on and it stops your body producing its own melatonin. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't I haven't heard any health coaches ever, and I listen to a lot of other stuff. Like that ever anyone really saying that melatonin um supplements are good for you i've heard other supplements are good for you but never never the melatonin ones so i, yeah. I don't know but i've not tried them like, but my, it makes my, sense
1: my wife mm. takes this sometimes but but if but if you look it up it's actually like a real thing like like, like there's like one out of like every, every thousand people that take it will actually yeah. have like a psychotic effect
0: wow that's and, interesting and well, it's, i guess the, it's, it's i guess
1: weird you know mm-hmm. cause you just sell the stuff over the counter you know
2: Well, yeah, I guess it's a bit like vaccines every now and again. Not everyone gets overly damaged from vaccines, but then sometimes one kid gets autism out of a hundred. It's a bit like that. Maybe Um, it's doing Mm -hmm. some bad there, you know, maybe, I don't know. I'm not, but I do know that the body can produce its own melatonin and I do know um, the best ways to produce melatonin at night is to not eat foods at nighttime when it's dark, because that tells your body it's daytime when you eat foods at night. So that's number one. Number two, um, Wear blue blocking glasses unless you go to bed early. Wear your blue blocking glasses. So you tell your eyes it's um then it will shut produce melatonin. Number three, also turn your be away from Wi Fi. Don't have your phone on at the times just before bed, because that will stop the wife um stop the melatonin too. If you do all those three things I've like said, you will produce quite a lot of melatonin and that would help your sleep along yeah. with the DMT. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you yeah. know, one, one of the things uh when I was young oh not younger, but I was, I was in my twenties maybe Maybe even thirties. Anyway, I went, I went through this phase where I would play like video games before going to sleep, and that, <laughs> then I wouldn't be able to sleep. You know, yeah. And, and and at first, like like for a long time, I just thought, oh, maybe I'm just overstimulating my brain or something, so I can't sleep. But now, you know, with with this idea, you know, th- we were just talking about this blue light and watch, you know staring at a screen at night. That's probably what it was. So it was probably my brain was just thinking, oh, it's still daytime
2: exactly yeah you're looking at a blue screen midday sun and especially just before you go to bed then your body's like it's your body's producing cortisol and your bo- it's the opposite of melatonin melatonin relaxation cortisol is stress so you're producing stress when you're supposed to be choosing rest and digest relax so that makes your body get it completely out of whack it's like um gary caffeine too caffeine look i'm not going to judge people for for taking it but it does fuck up your sleep Um, depending on the person and especially if you take it just before nighttime even Mm -hmm. though even if you take it the daytime it still fucks your sleep up a little bit but if you take it just before bed caffeine that will fuck your sleep up too and i look at blue light in a very although it's probably not by many looked as bad i think it is like it really is um like you said it 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 ruins yeah it ruins your sleep man and yeah (laughs) sleep is sacred
1: (laughs) yeah i I don't know like i I do drink a lot of coffee but i do stop Mm -hmm. drinking it Usually around three o'clock in the afternoon. It's like oh, my cutoff point. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise it will keep me up. But I drink a lot of it in the morning. Um mm. with with the sleep patterns, do you think um like now that I'm older, I find myself just going to sleep pretty early now, like like around like nine thirty. You know, once it's cool. completely dark out is when I fall asleep. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I automatically now wake up when the sun comes up. So now I'm waking up at like 4. 30, 5 o'clock in the morning.
2: Cool. Yeah, that's the that's um, that tells me that you're in a much more in with nature. I think we was all designed. I mean, it's obvious, right? We was all designed to go to bed when it was dark, more or less, and then to wake up early with a sunrise. And yeah, and, and I do that. I, I manually get up at because su- I know my sunrise times because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with sun that I know that the sunrise sun has red light therapy in it. I mean, people may have heard of red light therapy machines, but I, I don't have a red light therapy machine. I have something better than a red light therapy machine. It's called the sun at sunrise or uh-huh. sunset. And it has red light therapy frequencies in it. So I always try and get outside. I always do get outside pretty much every day uh, at sunrise time because it's got that red light coming into my eyes and it's what we were designed to do. It literally wakes you up, by the way. Um, The red light therapy, it recharges your mitochondria, gives you energy. Uh, It really does. It gives you, what do they call it? Inspiration at dawn There's that expression. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why. Because the red light therapy, when it hits your brain, it it makes you makes you think sharper it wakes you up you we was designed to wake up like you doing and and i'm doing manually like waking up at sunrise time mm-hmm. when it gets a little bit of light but now uh, you know teenagers are like oh i want to stay in bed till like 12 one o'clock and you know wake up at 10 12 and i've done it too i'm not gonna you <laughs> you too. Know, it's a crazy one. <laughs> yeah. and you gotta do those things by the way because there's a fun i'm not saying to be extreme yeah. i'm just saying that like I'm, I'm i'm more in alignment because I, I coach health man i, I love health so much I'm, i try to align myself even if i'm living in a toxic environment somewhat i try and do the things like get up at sunrise because i know the medicines out there I, I have an understanding of what the sun's doing at any moment in time if i'm sun gazing if i'm just outside i know what frequencies of light are going on i know the benefits and those are the ones i know about there's lots of things that um Probably me and no people don't know about the sun because the sun is like a magic man. It's like a million frequencies. I heard, I heard it's got mm-hmm. a million different light frequencies in it. If you think about that, that's crazy, and they're all good for you. Like that's a ma- that's mad. A million frequencies of light, invisible and some <laughs> invisible too. You can't even see them. Lots
1: of them probably more invisible than visible.
2: Right yeah and it's infrared too when it's people think when the sun goes down and before sunrise there's no medicine they're wrong like one or two hours before sunrise when it's completely dark and one or two hours after sunset time when it's completely dark there's actually infrared near mid to far infrared frequencies kicking about outside so even being outside then when you think it's dark at certain times mm. oh man the sun is giving you so much so much medicine like it's 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 a, a mindfuck. I wish they taught kids at school what we're talking about now. I really do. I mean, I like I the too. fact I've learned it, but I, w- I would love one of my missions, Gary. I, I feel in my heart, start getting more involved in this, is to really want to teach kids. I'm writing books, so that's one way. But I really want to go into schools and teach kids about the sun, like, and you know, the, the power of the sun that they, because it's it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like kids love this stuff, man. This is this is real. This is real things. I'm not making it up. Like science has proven the stuff I'm saying.
1: So ha- have you picked this up? Like, like I know this was a uh, a popular thing with yogis. Is is that where mm-hmm. you kind of adopted it from? From reading you which know?
2: one? The sun gazing.
1: Yeah, the sun gazing. Oh, actually, actually, your therapy too was also practiced by yogis.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they are both. Both of those yeah.
1: were were practiced by by yogis in India.
2: Correct, and I guess that's where the wisdom has been passed down from the previous generations. And if you believe in past lives, then probably we was yogis maybe ourselves and uh, we was the ones that were yogis and he was the ones doing the sun gazing but yeah yeah it's just like the urine therapy sun gazing this ancient fasting there's an ancient knowledge that's been passed down that we seem to be aware of right now and i'm all i'm like i guess we're seen as the modern day hippies the the yogis of old the 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 crazy (laughs) ones that are doing all the weird stuff drinking their own urine looking at the sun fasting telling people that not eating food is healthy you know it's mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had interviewed a guy not too long ago. His name was Brother Sage, and he was oh, really, yeah, he's yeah. really into yeah. the urotherapy. And he yeah. said that we don't even really need
2: food. Right, I love that idea. And by the way, Brother Sage is a great guy. I know him very well. Did so you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he's doing urine therapy contraindicated. So yeah, um, there is an idea out there, prefervianism, and I think that. It, not now, but our ancestors were breathing on just air prana. And I think we have the potential to do that. Um, we have descended, I believe. Um, maybe the environment is too toxic and all that stuff. But I like the idea, and I think it was possible in the past to, to do it just on air. And it makes sense with me because when I fast um, for like a day or plus, I always feel more energetic than when I eat food. And I've always wondered why that is. And it makes sense. With the idea that we can survive on nothing, that I'm always more energetic when mm-hmm. I'm tummy is empty. When I overeat, I mean everyone's experienced this. Like, and you fall and, and Chris, <laughs> right? And what's going on with that? That's that's your body saying, um, uh, "I can't struggle with the I'm struggling to digest all this food. I've got to you've got to pass out to like to digest the food because you've eaten too much." So and, and then, yeah, it's true. Like and also when you fast, you need less sleep. You know, and you need more sleep the more you eat. I've noticed that in my life. Like, I'm now at one meal a day. When I was on two three meals a day, I needed way more sleep. Now I'm on one meal a day. And if I skip the meal a day and I don't eat anything for that day, then I, I need hardly any. So I'm, I'm just like, I know stuff, but I'm more like an experienced guy. I'm more like, I just live off my own experiences and my own body. I've, I've used in my life yeah. my body as a, a laboratory to experiment with because that's, uh-huh. where, that's where true knowledge comes from, Gary, like from oh, your own ab- experiences. Ab-
1: absolutely. You know, is. I just got in a debate it was, it was yesterday with some guy on Facebook. I had posted an episode about somebody who was talking about you know Atlantis and Lemuria and stuff like that. And this guy goes, "Well, there's no proof for that." And I asked him, I said, "Well, yeah. I said, well, have you have you personally been scuba diving off of the coast of Cuba or off of India?" <laughs> and, 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 and he's yeah. like, "No, I don't have to because science has told me this." And I said, so, so you're just going to believe what other people tell you above your own experience. Yeah. And then he kind of shut up.
2: <laughs> it, it's mad. I mean, there's a lot of people out there now that are, uh, I think it's like an over, I think it's set up this way. There's an over reliance on other people for guidance. Like instead of trust in your own body, because I get it in a way, there's so much to learn in life, it can be overwhelming. We can't know everything about everything. So we have to look up to certain people, right? Yeah. Because life is so complicated nowadays. The system's set up, we've got to learn about how to manage money, how to look after ourselves, how to more you know, there's so much there. But at the same time, the role models of who we're looking up to, I believe, are completely wrong. We're looking up to doctors to cure health, we're looking up to um schools, mainstream education, and that doesn't produce much i mean i failed university twice i consider myself quite smart even though i haven't got a piece of paper jesus i'm sure you're the same like
1: <laughs> yeah, i was a terrible student in high school they thought i was retarded
2: <laughs> exactly i don't think like, i don't think yeah. i'm
1: retarded man.
2: <laughs> no it's it, isn't it the case i'm going to most the most smart people i know literally have done bad at school
1: yeah i just wasn't and, buying her bullshit
2: <laughs> yeah and that's what it is that's what it is. They teach – you've got to unlearn uh, – the amount of things you've got to unlearn. And actually, it was what makes life fun. I'm, I'm really excited in a way because I know that I don't know a lot and I've got so much more to learn right. because there's so many things that I have to unlearn that I've been told. And it's, it's a lifetime of unlearning. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> and even like when I do learn something, I can't hold it as like something that's not going to change because I might learn something else that 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 – just because I, if, I, if, I, if I come across something that's counter to what I've learned or what I've experienced, I still have to keep my mind open to all possibilities. Because things don't have to be one particular way. You know, we live in a world of duality where there's multiple ways to get to the same place.
2: I love that. Yeah. And it's not about, I'm so down with non dogma. My God. I mean, even within the sun gazing community, there's dogma, which I don't like. I'm like always the opposite. I'm like, (laughs) no, like, for example, you have to do it at certain times. I'm like, no, you don't, you can do it and start now. Like you're in therapy too. Like I'm all about like, yeah, there's, and do you know what? I don't judge people as well. Like if people don't want to do these things, Hey, that's cool. There's another path for you that you've got your own journey to do Mm because everyone at the ultimate level, Level, everyone's on their own journey and they've got their own learning at their own pace and you should be excited for your journey. Like, and I'm happy for your journey. Cause I know what we know what it's like, how exciting our journeys are. So because we're happy about our journeys, I could be happy about your journey. You don't have to do exactly what I do. I just know that you're on a journey of learning, of growing, of unlearning. It's fun. Like, it's super fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't have to the, the, the judge and be mean to people that are on a different journey. It doesn't even make sense.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't. You no, know? like, 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 um, like, not.
1: It's not everybody's going to want to drink their own pee.
2: No, you know, not at all. It's literally when people te- people used to tell me it's not for everybody. At the beginning, I thought, well, it kind of is. But now I started to change a little bit and think, no, actually, that's not your journey. That's not your mastery. That's my mastery. And that's cool if you do it or you don't. There's other ways to the same route. There's, mm-hmm. uh, there's loads of uh, there's so many ways to be healthy. There's so many ways to be happy. I mean, there's literally thousands of ways. You just got to follow your path. And here's the key, Gary. I believe in synchronicities. So you follow your divinity. You follow the synchronicities. If you're getting synchronicities. I probably know that you're, you should probably know that you're doing the right thing. That's the universe saying, Hey, yeah, you're doing the right thing. You know, you get, you meet the right person at the right time. You see the numbers, the coincidences Uh keep coming and coming. That's your path. You see the synchronicities, you know, you're on the right path.
1: Yeah. And I, I agree with you 100%, you know, and that's something I've really gotten since I've started this podcast is really a lot of synchronicities. You know.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, Nice.
1: Like, like, like the pee thing, like like, what is it in urine mm. that yep. is healthy? Is it the enzymes? Like I know that urine is actually one of the most sterile things that there is out there, you know. Right. And, and I probably would say like one of the first maybe urine therapies I ever came across was like, you know, like if you get stung by a jellyfish, you pee on it.
2: Yeah. So people know that stuff. So that's a good question. So if i'm being honest there's still division in the communities of what is so powerful there's agreement within our communities that it's really powerful and it seems to heal all diseases and raise your vibration now my reasoning um is that look it's got vitamins hormones minerals enzymes everything good in your blood because your blood your body's always working to help you it's always fighting diseases it's always helping you it comes out in the urine now i don't even think that's the main benefit i think the main benefit is it's structured water like there's dead water that's unstructured like from a tap that's not been in sunlight it's gone mm-hmm. for a pipe it's now dead and it's got toxic too and then there's structured water and your body is a structuring machine it goes through the kidneys and some of the water goes through the kidneys goes back into the blood the other goes into the urine and it it comes out structured and i can prove it like you can see when you when you pass out your penis the 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 urine kind of goes into a little flow thing if you look at it you can see the vortex mm-hmm. and that's structured water so the 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 fresh urine is is structured water you're drinking sunlight water when we're looking solarized water structured water and I believe that is the main mechanism why when people drink their fresh urine or they massage it on their skin it heals them because we're talking about dead versus living water and mm-hmm. there's nothing more living water than your urine it's, it's alive it's going to help you
1: Did, do you go into do, the, the aged urine
2: Huge on it, um, Gary. I've written books only on age. I don't even do fresh, if I'm being honest anymore. I do the aged only. And that is, uh, maybe audience is going to freak out at this point, <laughs> but like the aged is the smelly stuff that is more powerful. Let me tell you, guys, it's more powerful than the fresh by a factor of 10 to 100, depending on how old it is, because it's like a fine wine. The older it gets, <laughs> the more powerful your smelly aged urine becomes. So I'm huge on aged urine, absolutely huge.
1: How, how do you get used to the taste?
2: Right. Because
1: um, I know, like, 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 Brother Sage had showed me a jar of like nine month aged yorn and it had like this big white clump of like cheese stuff on the bottom. I was like, no.
2: <laughs> how, okay. So, how I do it is first of all, I'm extreme and I, I will do anything for high but it's not even how I do it. How I do it is because I'm motivated because as soon as I drink a little bit of it, The benefits are so obvious and so extreme in the jump between my current level of consciousness and drinking it that that is the motivation in itself. That makes any sense. It's not a subtle thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of things we do are subtle and they're good. This is such a massive jump from like a sip of six months old, nine months old, aged. It literally (laughs) changes my consciousness so much that I'm motivated. And I, you start to love the taste. You start, believe it or not, you start to love the, you start to love, get addicted to the vibration it gives you, which means you start loving the taste and the smell of it.
1: Is it, like a, is it like a crazy. dry martini or something?
2: Um. Oh God, I don't know what dry martini is. I'll tell you what, it, it can be quite coarse on the throat. It's like fire water. It's quite coarse and, and like, oh shit, like, it, yeah, kind of like alcohol. Yeah, like a, that's right, like vodka, I guess. Like a bit strong, like a bit mm. like whoosh. It can be. So I, you could, I can only take it in sips. I don't know many people that can drink it too fast. I had to keep doing it in zips. But I do love it. And, oh, man, it's just... Ah, I think of all the things I've ever come to, even beyond sungazing, I love sungazing so much. I think the age you're in, because it's free and it, it's not reliant on the sun being hiding behind clouds and all that stuff it's it's literally so powerful and, and we make it for free and we can just do anyone can do it i think it's the i think it's the future gary like uh, urine therapy but especially aged urine is the it's where i see uh, maybe a couple of generations from now most people doing might mm-hmm. take time but i see i see it i see it man i see people changing i see more people in our community uh, my books are selling well my most popular book out of the six i wrote is aged urine wow. so i see people are waking up you know to interesting
1: this. like i couldn't picture myself like at work and i and i just pull out like a bottle of urine and start drinking it you know <laughs>
2: No, but then that's the problem with that is it would smell. I mean, if you open, as soon as you open the lid on these things, the smell starts going out. If you drink it, it doesn't smell. If you put it on your skin, yeah, it does for a couple of hours. So I know what you mean. There's 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 um what is the word for it?
0: Um Or like, like Or like go to
1: the bathroom it's... and come back with a cup of kippee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what is that? Orange juice? You're like, Oh yeah, it's orange beer. It's beer. It's beer but see that's that's all conditioning and by the way i had to break through it too because I, I at the beginning i was like oh i mean i, I thought it would be powerful but i was like oh this is waste like ugh. but i've just i've just had to uncondition myself through my own experiences that it's not what i've been told it is and it gave me so much energy the first time i drank fresh urine i was like wasn't just a believer i was like my, i knew my life was never be the same again when i drank my first mm-hmm. and it's true since the day i drank my fresh urine four years ago my life has completely changed it's woke me up like it got me in man it got me in it got me to where I am wow yeah.
1: um so, so what, what do you think you're, like what was the most noticeable thing about it when you first started like was it was it just more energy was it health benefits did, did to help with depression or or like were you having like less mus- muscle aches and joint aches and crap like
2: that yeah well it's, it's what you said like um, I drank yeah, kind of. Like I drank the first first of the morning urine. I I think it was like very small amount. And I also rubbed it into my belly. And I remember my vibration shift being it's like I was I thought at that point I'd fix my depression. But I, when I drank it and I put it on my tummy, I realized I hadn't because my depression that I thought I'd fixed but hadn't went away. I was like, oh, I'm really happy right now. What's going on? So A I was happy, made more happy than normal. And B, my energy went up. And C, I needed less sleep at night, and it was very obvious. So the combination of those three and four, I was even more excited because not only my vibration changed, but I thought, okay, so this I don't need to pay for, and I'm not, I'm still not rich now. I didn't have money at the time; I was a student. So mm-hmm. like, it, 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 I make it every day. It changes my vibration. It makes me happy. Gives me energy. I need less sleep. Why would my? Why, what's not to love? My life is never going to be the same again.
0: <laughs> and I was like,
2: Ooh. and that was just Gary at that point, four years ago, that was just fresh urine. Uh-huh. So what I did was after the fresh urine, I went on, I was so excited. I, I, w- and I never used Facebook properly at this time. I went on Facebook and I thought, Oh, I'm going to see if this urine on Facebook, I added myself to the urine therapy groups on Facebook and, uh, and read, I was learning, I was learning. And then I heard about the aged urine within a few months. And I was curious and people were saying it's more powerful than fresh. So guess what? Have to try. I'm an experimenter. And that's what I do. And I was like, I didn't believe it, really, if I'm being honest. Uh, what fresh aged urine is more powerful. Pa- there can't be anything more powerful than fresh, I thought. But when I tried it, I was like, oh. And then I got into that. And then like, yeah, I got obsessed with the aged urine, not even the fresh urine. And that's where I found myself now. I, I use it every day. And it's normal to me. It's not a to me now at this point in my life, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it will be to people listening here, but to me it's it's just the way of, it's just a way of life. It's just a urine therapy, aged <laughs> urine. Do you have
1: a girlfriend?
2: No, and and, and this actually is an interesting topic because uh, obviously I am interested in girls and in relationships in the future. Uh, it's if if a girl's gonna if my partner's not liking a the smell, then too bad. I probably break it up, bro. I wouldn't get involved with. I'm not gonna get involved with people that aren't open minded to urine therapy because that's um, something that's always gonna be part of my life. So and you know what? It does. It can wreck relationships if one mm-hmm. partner is into urine therapy and the other one's not depending on if the other person wants to give up because it's, you know, it's, it's divisive subject. It's smelly to other people. So you've got to be careful in relationships, you know, choose the right people that are into the same things as you or yeah. maybe well, don't but do if it. You,
1: but, if, but if you're drinking it, can't you just like drink it? And then like maybe like brush your teeth or something afterwards?
2: Yeah. There are ways around it. Of course. Yeah. You don't have to tell your partner that you can, you can, you can put it in like, when you go to the toilet, you can just rub it on your tummy rub it on your face and it won't smell you know there's there's ways around it but i just do know that i've heard stories about when people have divorced Mm -hmm. and they've got kids Um, one partner can use it against the other partner if they want the kid they can take them to law and say hey my partner's crazy she does you she or he does urine therapy so i deserve a kid and they don't so i've heard uh-huh. that that's 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 what i mean by the horror stories you got to be careful when you get involved uh-huh. with people that don't get it uh-huh.
1: see I, that, that's kind of surprises me like um because like one of my questions would be is there like a sexual aspect to it you know because yeah. i mean it's it's a it's a fetish man too i mean there's, yeah. there's, there's a whole community out <laughs> there that are into that just as a fetish
2: right i I don't understand that one i mean i think i know it's cool because it's powerful medicine and man if anyone's doing it because it's a golden shower good on you because it's powerful but yeah, i mean that's a different way of looking at urine Mm -hmm. i wonder whether that came from gary that that golden shower fetish came from the fact they always knew it was healthy uh and that's why they do it i don't know it started off like that maybe or not maybe it's just a weird thing like (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it could just be like the the more wrong something is, it seems to be, the more people like it.
2: Yeah, because to yeah. me it's perfectly normal. I mean, if a girl says she wants to do golden showers, I don't think it's a fetish thing. I think it's like a holy medicinal Jesus bonding. You know mm-hmm. what? Couples, I, I, I mean, when I have a partner and we're doing urine probe together, I'm going to do it. I know couples now that do it, they drink each other's urine. That's a powerful bonding, beautiful, sacred thing that I'll be doing in the future for for our own healing. You're drinking your own partner's ultra filtered blood plasma which is what urine is your ultra filtered blood mm-hmm. you know i'll be doing that it's a way to bond to, to 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 experience the personality of another person because the urine has the vibration the holographic vibration of the other person their personality their strengths their weaknesses you know it's, it's a sacred thing to do
1: i wonder if like like celebrities have ever considered selling their urine you know like since you <laughs> since you wanted to be like, like like say there's somebody out there that it wants to be like uh you know, holographically merged with uh, Pamela Anderson or something. So she <laughs> can sell her urine for like a million dollars.
2: Yeah. I wonder why not, man. I'd pay for, say, someone's got some personality trait that I'd really love. Like, I, I don't know. But I'd definitely drink someone else's urine. I mean, I don't with my friends that I, I look up to, like some of my guy friends, I'd be like, hey, he's cool. I'll drink his urine. And I try and I'm sure it's doing something. To I'm sure you get some personality things going on. The vibration. I'll tell you what, though, the happiness of that person definitely affects the urine quality. So say you someone is really happy that the urine quality is affected by health and also happiness, but Mm -hmm. more so happiness than health. Believe it or not. So when someone's like maybe not particularly healthy, but really happy and you drink their urine, you are definitely getting their happiness vibes from the urine onto you. So I, love, I would love to drink some happy person's urine all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I try to think, like, who would be a really happy, like Dalai Lama.
2: Oh, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, Dalai Lama is a great example. I mean, yeah, we, we could go even like uh, autistic kids that are really simple. I mean, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. they because they live an uncomplicated life, they seem to be happy. I look at them and think, wow, they're so happy. But yeah, I mean, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's interesting um do you think there is a reason why things like sun gazing and urine therapy have been tabooed and basically and still are sort of- ridiculed by the scientific community mm. um, you know is there, do you think there's some kind of conspiracy that that's going on with the medical community trying to sell their 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 crappy drugs? In not yep. wanting people to find these alternative health cures.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't just think it uh, you have to you i have to it has to be because if you're saying that the sun gazing the sunlight heals everything if you're saying that urine is powerful medicine and these things are freely available then there is no way that the pharmaceutical companies would ever make the gross profits that they're making now because everyone would be doing the free therapies that work and getting the results everyone would be doing the free therapies and everyone would be getting the results therefore they would go out of business tomorrow and like the slow decline the pharmaceutical company would begin the data they they start like promoting and saying, Oh, do you know what, you don't need our pills, you can just drink your urine and you can drink. So yeah, there's got to be a deliberate policy. I mean, think about it, Gary, where did me and you learn that urine was waste product? I learned that from being a kid. My parents told me Uh where where did they learn it from? Who told my parents who told your parents who told us this stuff? It's not true. I'd love to know who told us. So I think that there's a deliberate policy in the matrix set up for every single person born here now, like the sun, don't look at the sun, don't drink your urine, Don't fast um, all these things because they heal you and free. There's no money. There's no profit and there's no control. They can't Mm -hmm. control you. If you do free therapies, there's no control. They want control of you. They want to make you sick. They want you reliant on them. They want you on pills for life. So if they don't want to kill you straight away, they want you on pills to your 90 and like five or 10, not just one pill. So yeah, I, I'm not even thinking there's a different conspiracy. I actually, and I'm sure you agree, I know there's a different conspiracy. To get other people to see that, well, that's your journey. You just have to have an opening um, where you start... Ex- seeing that people can't be trusted the people at the top you Uh need that opening you need that in everyone needs an in and one in is being broken by the system mentally physically emotionally when you get broken by the system mentally physically emotionally and you realize the system was wrong Mm -hmm. that's your in to start changing and seeing hey the system has broken me the system that's supposed to save me and then you stop trusting people and you start thinking for yourself that's the key start thinking for yourself yeah yeah
1: um Absolutely, I, I, I agree. They, they just want to make money off of people and, and probably in a lot of cases they're making people sick or not well or they're just treating the symptom rather than actually treating the true cause of the illness. Okay. Um, do you believe in any other types of healing, other healing modalities such as like energy healing, um, yep. Reiki, um, yep. what else? Vibration therapies.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. All of it, Gary. I mean, I'm so open minded. Like, I mean, those things are real rife machines energy frequencies i've messed about with a lot of things that i don't even write on my facebook i mean when you meet me in real life i'm a, I'm a biohacker i do all of the things i do all the technologies one of them i'm getting into recently that i, uh, I found is music i'm learning the ukulele i've <laughs> never picked up an instrument since i was young oh, I, I saw i before. saw
1: you playing the drum earlier today on facebook live
2: <laughs> you saw that yeah i just yeah. saw a tongue drum a tongue <laughs> drum and a kalimba oh gary i've got to tell you man the music is like one of the most powerful things for your healing that you will ever do sound sound therapy oh, dude, you, here, yeah mm. oh man yeah what you got there <laughs> guitars yeah electric <legendary> guitar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> tons of guitars
2: that stuff is like i mean look it's it's not even it's the flow it's the creation it's the beginner's mindset you're learning new things it's the sound vibration mm-hmm. it's the the fingers the reflexology there's there's something going on with sound that's be that's there's magical. There's there's so many options of things that we can push into. I've never been one to put myself in a box and say, "Hey, there's only one thing, and I'm going to do this one thing." No, I'm going to explore everything because the universe is abundant. The universe is abundant with healing modalities for you, and music, and psychedelics, and um, yeah. connection. Even oh man, making friends and socializing. Jesus, that you know, and what's going on with COVID right now? They don't want you to socialize. Like that's not helping your health. No, like we should go out sucks. and socialize, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should go out and socialize. That's real medicine. So, yeah, I think your question was like, what was the question again, Oh, I
1: was asking about like other healing modalities like vibration and Reiki. Yeah.
2: All of them. Massage, Reiki. I mean, you're an energy body. Like Ah, all of them under the sun. What I like to do is to analyze what's the most effective. I'm always trying to work out in my geeky brain what's the one to do that's going to give me the most value for my money or – my time. So I know everyone's time is limited and which one's time of value for money. So I feel like psychedelics is right up there in terms of value for money and in terms of the depth to which you can heal with that stuff. I recommend that one. Fasting, uh, sun gazing, urine therapy, grounding. Jesus Christ, that's a good one. That's very powerful. Uh, massage, going getting massage regularly. Jesus. There's so many that are powerful that like will transform, but I never limit myself to... This and I never say that. Um, I never close my mind off because if other people will say it's good, I'm always like curious. I'm always like, oh, okay, I just not tried it
0: uh-huh. and I
2: want to. And I got, and I'm sure like, yeah, I've got a list of things that, like the darkness retreat I'm gonna do this year. Uh-huh. There's a load of things that I haven't done yet that I want to experience in duality whilst I'm here. Loads yeah. of
1: those. Yeah, I would like to try the isolation tank myself. I would love to <laughs> yeah. do that. You know, there was a place near me that had one, but I think they closed. I've actually thought about buying, like, <laughs> this is an outrageous idea, but see if mm. I can find an old cement mixer and and, right. and, and fill it with like you know like the like super concentrated salt water, so I would float yeah. and just jump in there and seal it off. And
2: why not? That's a good idea. I love the idea of doing makeshift versions of that because why do we have to go and pay money? Sometimes when we can make it, I mean, I've heard people. Do you know? I'm using um, was it? Chest freezers emptying a chest freezer, buying it from a store or a used one, and then filling up with water and doing cold therapy, ice, oh, yeah, shut like, it for three like days. Wim Hof. Yeah, so you, you buy a chest freezer, you put it in cold, shut it for three days, and you've got, a literally, you've got cold therapy, you've got a freezing cold tank of water for you to do cold therapy like Wim Hof. Mm-hmm. So there's many things that we can do that you don't need to pay a load of money for, but by the way, you, you, you feel free, like if you've got the money, God, there's so many technologies. You just mentioned them, the vibration, the right frequencies, um, there's things that can blow your mind. Like you've just got to stay open to the possibilities that we are energy beings. And there's so many technologies out there to heal you. I mean, Gary made, there's so many technologies literally that are blowing yeah. up right now that, that can change your health and vibration.
1: <laughs> so, so how does this, so, so what type of uh, spiritual model do you live by? Do you have any like, like, like particular spiritual beliefs and those like all these natural healing modalities um, are they are that all incorporated into it?
2: Yeah, good question. I mean, I'm definitely of the belief that we are living in duality, and we are infinite beings. And I've had We've had past lives, and. Um, life is sacred and I don't die when I die. And I try and live my life to my highest potential in this incarnation. So one way I do it is to focus on physical health. One Another way I do it is to try and help as many people as possible and to complete my mission here and try and discover what my purpose is here and just to keep helping people uh, in, in the small ways that we can, because we're limited, aren't we? Uh, we don't have TV <laughs> yes. audiences. We don't have people. We should have in my opinion, hundreds of of people listen to your you podcast to my stuff right now, but that's not the way the world is. So we within our limited concepts, I do what I can. I'm, I try and tap into, but I forget sometimes. I get caught in duality, and I forget that I'm infinite, and there's nothing to worry about, nothing to fear. We you know, I've got do. fear inside me, just like everyone else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as I remember every now and again, and psychedelics is a great way to to remind me that there's more to life than this and as long as i try my best and achieve good karma i think that's my spiritual practice is to keep putting out a lot of good karma Mm -hmm. in and then i can say that in this incarnation i've done my best and hopefully in the next one i can go higher and keep going higher and higher and higher so i don't have to come back here at the same low level because i'm grateful that i consider me and you and many other people watching this a light worker like I, i think we are different we have seen the world for what it is the reality of nature and we're on a mission so i'm grateful for the fact that we are in this position and for that gratitude i return the favor by growing and becoming more and learning more
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome yeah and, and uh keep following those synchronicities
2: exactly and without the synchronicities man they always come to me by the way gary at the right time so sometimes i forget i'm like oh i'm going for a tough time and like okay yeah thank you synchronicity i just <laughs> needed that right now i needed that <laughs> thanks for reminding me <laughs>
1: yeah. it happens to me all the time now <laughs> nice man yeah
2: that's how i know that my that's how i know because sometimes i think is that a light worker i'm like oh no they get synchronicities yes check mm-hmm. you got the synchronicities you're the light worker you're, you're the one
1: <laughs> yep i find i find like that speaks to me really loud now and also like the, that inner voice, like like when I was, when I was a kid, I guess I would have considered it like my conscience is much louder now and much clearer.
2: Yeah. As you know yourself more, you start to manifest and know your, your purpose and drive. You know what you need to do life and you know what's right or wrong, your own version of morality, mm-hmm. isn't it? We all have a standard set of morality. I'm not going to go – no one's going to murder someone and think feel good about it, but I know what you mean. There's Yeah, yeah, definitely. Me too. I'm still young, but I'm growing in my power and realizing – what's wrong and right my version of that so yeah.
1: yeah that's awesome i can't wait to talk to you again in like 20 years and see how far you've
2: gone <laughs> gary i'd love to have you i'd love to talk to you in 20 that's another thing with us like, i love to ch- checking in on people because we're gonna grow so much it's inevitable isn't it i'm like, yep. gonna get so much more wiser and more fun so i look forward to that too <laughs> <laughs> i'll
1: just be older grayer
2: <laughs> we'll look back at this as a classic episode when we was much younger <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: oh man um before we wrap this up uh, where can my listeners get in touch with you and find your books and
2: sure so i'll send them i'll send you the link to my link tree which will have my books but if they want to manually they can type in my name harry Matadine or even aged urine on the books on amazon it's the first one that comes up Mm -hmm. it's a very popular book so but yeah that's one way i'm harry Matadine on facebook instagram holistic health of harry's my brand name youtube holistic health of harry too um and that's pretty much my channels: facebook instagram youtube um my books are on amazon which i'll give you the link tree for and yeah that's that's the ones i use all
1: right yeah i'll post the the, uh, link tree in the uh, notes of this episode so when people are listening to it they could just jump in there and check you out and buy your books and and uh hopefully continue to follow their curiosity and try different things
2: Definitely. And, um, I've written six and I've got um, many more still. I'm just finishing off currently a book on scene retention. I plan to write books on the most powerful therapies and the things that people don't talk enough. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm so dedicated. I'm just going to write a shit ton of books whilst I'm young and motivated because God knows what happens when I'm older. I might, might want to chill more. So I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm driven now. i am going to do stuff, get it out quickly. Rush, rush. <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> That's great. Oh, great, yeah. man. Well, this was a pleasure, man. Thanks for being on today.
2: No, thanks, Gary, for having me. Thanks for everyone watching. I really appreciate it. So thank you.
1: All right. Hold on one second. was going to play the outro. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable on KGRA Radio. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or email him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can buy T-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise to support the costs of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of his page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. Oh yes, I almost forgot. You can buy his book, Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need, and it's on Amazon. It'll change your life, because remember, everything that exists was first imagined. Hey, if you love what you listen to, don't forget, rate, review and subscribe.